Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winter-Brill. We're here with Kevin Harrington. He is the author of Mentor to Millions, Secrets of Success in Business, Relationships, and Beyond. Kevin, it's great to have you with us. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me. So first off, for anyone who's saying to themselves, I, I think I know that guy. How do I know that guy? You are one, one of the original sharks on Shark Tank. So so exciting to have you. Hey, uh, thank you. I, I had had a lot of fun filming uh, all, the, all the segments and hanging out with all the sharks. It, it was it was it was a good run. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, we miss you. I remember watching that that initial, uh, you know, the show the first season and it was so new and fresh. Um, so yeah, it was terrific. So well done on that. Um, you. But you have a, a whole other body of work. It's so funny. People see you on a show like that and they don't realize that's like such a small part of your portfolio because when you start reading your books and what you've done, it's it's really incredible. Um, let's talk about the new book, Mentor to Millions. I have to say, Kevin, bravo on the title because it seems, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but you tell me, kind of like the double meaning. When I said mentor to millions, I didn't know if that meant millions of dollars, millions hmm. of people, or both. So, so tell right. me about the title and, and put, the, put the book into work. Yeah, it, it sort of does have a double meaning, I think. I mean, bottom line is is that what, what we're really talking about, mentor to millions, is that if you have a mentor in, in your business or life, it, it can help create exponential kind of effects for your business, which then uh, can create millions of dollars in success for your business. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, so it's really about executing, getting mentors in your life and creating exponential growth is 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 really what that's all about. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it, you know, I, I go back 40 years as a serial entrepreneur and one of the, um, one of the, uh, little groups of, of things that we got started in 1987. I was sitting around with Michael Dell and another gentleman, Ted Leonsis. If you know, Ted started, he owns the Washington Capitals and the Wizards down in Washington. He was a number two guy at AOL, Ted, but he had just sold his business to AOL. And, and we're like, hey, you know, we have, can we should be able to help entrepreneurs. We started the Entrepreneurs Organization. And when you joined EO, and EO is today the, the world's most powerful entrepreneurial organization in 50 some countries, 150 cities. When you join EO, you get a team of mentors and they, you know, they, they call this the forum and you have a monthly meeting with mentors. And so uh, we said way back, Entrepreneurs need mentors. I, I use mentors to help me grow my business. In fact, I, I, I have a situation where a mentor came in, helped me, and we 10X'd the size of my company, and we were already at 50 million a year in sales. So we went from 50 million to over yeah, 500 million from there. And I can, t t I can start with that particular situation it, it was about getting financing for our business to grow the business and i i had no skill set there so once i got the team of uh, i say the team it was one guy who then brought some other folks in it, it was a game changer for me and and the future of my company so yeah. 
Well, sort of, you, you took the words out of my mouth. I mean, for such a successful person, we want to know about, you know, when mentors came into your life and you just said you attributed, you know, the 10 time, you know, the skyrocketing of that company to a mentor. So tell us about that. You know, what exactly is the nugget that, you know, in terms of what the mentor, you know, how, how that mentor for you changed the game and why it's so important. So yeah, I'll go, I'll go back and I, and I say, I had my first mentor. His name was Charlie when I was 11 years old. Now, uh-huh. That was my dad, okay? Yeah, I read about that, yeah. He said, hey, Kevin, you need to do this and you need to start a business. And so, you know, I worked under his umbrella for a couple of years. Then I started a business in high school, started a business in college. But the the the, the one I was talking about before, I, I had grown my business. I, you know, I was, just quick story how I got involved with As Seen on TV the early 80s and I'm watching my cable and it was Discovery Channel and all of a sudden the screen went dark and I called the cable company and said I'm not getting the signal and they said oh it's off air uh, it's an 18 hour a day channel it's a brand new channel they don't have a budget for 24 hours so we're going to be um, you know six hours of dead air and so I cut a deal to start putting products in there and this was the early 80s we built that into a 50 million dollar a year business and 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 but but I was strapped because I took every dollar of profit and put it back into inventory. It, because when you ordered something, in those days, we actually even put it on the screen. We're gonna deliver this in six to eight weeks. Think about that. Now, can you imagine being on Amazon today and saying, hey, just, just wait about eight weeks and it'll show up for you? I mean, that's how we did business because we had no money. And so I went to five banks to get lines of credit and, and without assets, no, 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 I got turned down. I've reached out to my uh, my inner circle. I said, I need a mentor in the world of finance. And, and one of my guys brought me a retired bank president. He had just retired, but he wasn't done. He was 64 years old, had a lot of life left. He came in, he looked at my business. He got so excited and he said, Kevin, I know why you got turned down and I know how to get you the money. And I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'll get you a $3 million line of credit, not gonna charge you anything. It's my gift to you as a mentor. And then we can sit down and talk. And he did get me a $3 million line of credit. We did talk, but that gave us the power to 10X the size of the company. So it's it. people need mentors. I had no skill set for that. Right. But when, and when you say that, it sounds like there could be different capacities of mentors. This seems like a financial mentor. Yeah. You. Oh, yeah. But would you say throughout your career, you've had financial mentors, personal mentors? I mean, do they run the gamut? What kind of, you know, in the book, how, what kind of mentors are you talking about? So I have, um, I mean, any more today, I, I have a, a mentor for speaking because you're going to, you know, when I first started coming off Shark Tank, people are like, hey, can you, Microsoft says, can you come speak? And I'm like, well, what do you want me to speak about? You know, they're like, well, you got to figure that out, but we want you to motivate our executives, right? So I'm like, well, I need help here. So I reach, I have speaking mentors. I have personal finance mentors for for personal investments. I have corporate uh, uh, folks there. I also have two full-time lawyers that now you know, one of them I consider a mentor because I, I don't pay him. Okay. All right. So there's different ways that you can look at it. But I believe that, unfortunately for me, as I was a younger entrepreneur, I hired the people that I could afford. And generally, because there was, you know, profits 
we were plugging back in and we're like, well, we can't really afford anybody really expensive, but I should have doubled down and got not the people that I could afford, but the people I needed. So mentors came in and, and helped me figure that out. And because I was a young entrepreneur that just, I said, oh, why do I have to pay this guy 150,000 a year? You know, that's way too much money. Of course, this is back in the eighties I'm talking about. But um, anyway, learned quite a bit along the way yeah. using great mentors. C-Suite Radio. It's so interesting you say that because one of my questions was, there's a part of the book that says, don't hire who you can afford. And I thought that was right. compelling. Yeah. Um, you just kind of, um, you know, touched upon it. Um, so tell us a little bit about this book, though, because this is sort of the personal story. It's about you and a guy named Mark, right? Mark Tim and kind yeah. of the evolution of your relationship. So that said, why was it so important for you to put this in writing, put this personal anecdote, this story, because there are a lot of mentors in your life, but why this story? Why Mark? Yeah. So um, Mark came to me um, and I had a, a, another amazing mentor, um, just to talk about some of the others. I, I had a couple day uh, visit with, um, uh, Richard Branson went down to his island at Necker Island, hung out and got some really unbelievable uh, free advice, right? I mean, it was just me and Richard for, you know, hours sometimes. So anyway, the um, um, uh, one of my other mentors was Zig Ziglar, who I learned really a lot of selling techniques. So I'm a marketing and a sales guy. And so I love Zig, but Mark Tim was mentored by Zig Ziglar. When Zig passed away, Tom said, you guys need to meet and Zig would have wanted this. And so we met, I started mentoring Mark and Mark had, had built a $10 million business before and was very happy and sold it. And, and when I sat down with Mark, I said, Mark, I said, why couldn't that have been a hundred million dollar business? And he said, well, hey, let's talk about it. So we started going through it and, and I've had 20 companies I've taken to over a hundred million. And so Mark started hanging out with me and we started, he, he actually moved here for a month. And so not that I was with him every day, but we'd be flying to a conference for six hours somewhere. And he's like, oh, I could be on the plane and getting some great advice. So make a long story short, Mark has, is now, has bursted past the $10 million with new businesses and he's on his way to a hundred million. But he also, what was powerful about the mentoring that, that Mark and I were involved with was that it, it he actually found that a lot of what we talked about helped his family life. And, and so it was not just a business thing for Mark. It became a, a very powerful family uh, triumph and, and I call it magical transformation. And so we felt it was very, it was a powerful story. And, 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 and Mark and I uh, wanted to tell that story. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of, as you read the book, it's life changing because Mark's sitting in his driveway and he's he's coming off this euphoric day at the office and he's heading into his house and he's worried that that euphoria is going to end. And it's just sort of this connection of why and, and it should continue. So you guys talk about, you know, leading your family like a business, but I mean, it, it does on the outside sound kind of cold, <laughs> but but why why do you endorse that? I mean, why, why do you think that's so important and why did it work for Mark? And what, you know, I can say this, it won't work for everybody because not, not everybody, first of all, has the entrepreneurial mindsets, you know, that guys like Mark and I have, but um, I actually implement some of these family uh, entrepreneurial practices. I, I mean, I grew up 
in my my dad's businesses. Um, then when when my dad retired, he came to work for me. My younger brother came to work for me. Now I have two sons, one's 32 and one's 22. They both work for me. And now my wife's getting involved. So it's like we the family side of this is something that once once we figured it out, it made a lot of lot more sense because and, you know, I'm this is my second marriage. My first marriage didn't go well because I didn't really understand the, the the aspects of family enough to include her into some of the things that I was doing. I had some great things happening for me, but she felt like it was just me and it wasn't us. So make a long story short, the, you know, I think finding uh, this path for Mark and I was really good and, and, and it's helped his family, also my family, uh, because Mark has really uh, been a very powerful um, family man entrepreneur, as, as you saw from the book. So I think one of the things that I want to make sure that, that, that I do say is that wh wh why I chose Mark and his story is because when I started mentoring Mark, he actually, and, and this is one of the things he believes is very important as a mentee, if you're going to get a great mentor, make sure you are the mentor's best student. And so I found, because I've mentored tons and tons, thousands of people over the years, and some of them I would never want to be involved with ever again because they weren't good students and they were just looking for some great free advice and, and you know, this and that. And I just felt used and abused sometimes, you know? So Mark though, totally the opposite. He, you know, I felt like he really was absorbing it and and utilizing it that it was that it was landing on very powerful um, ears in the process. I guess for entrepreneurs out there who are saying, "Yes, light bulb, I need a mentor." How do you go about getting a mentor? I mean, in the book, you, you detail the story how you guys found each other, and it, and yeah. it is kind of kismet. Uh, I'm not going to give it away, but it yeah. is kind of meant to be, and it seems like the universe got involved. But for yeah. someone who, who, yes, who needs that mentorship and that guidance, how do you get a mentor such as yourself? Because you just said you, you've had tons and it didn't work out. How did they get to you? Yeah. So I think the first thing, if, if, if you're in need of a mentor, first thing you have to do, we say, is raise your hand, okay? So that you have to admit, I need a mentor. Now, it's because once you put it out into the universe, and, and I don't just mean, oh, raise your hand, it's gonna happen. There's things that you, you have to do from there. But once you acknowledge it, and now you, you know, I, I say that you des desire it and you believe it, now you must enthusiastically act upon that belief, okay? And so so that, that process takes many forms. You, you could just go on LinkedIn or Facebook or put some things out. But in, 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 in the old days, I, I, I said something, I, I had a business and I needed help, but I had accountants that I was writing checks to, lawyers, media companies, phone centers, fulfillment companies, order processing, credit card process. I said, hey, if, if I can build my business, the, everyone I'm doing business with is going to is going to rise with me, and so I reached out to my network. I say, "Who do you write checks to?" And think about that because you write checks to them, they value your business, they would like to do more business with you. If you sincerely reach out to people that you know and in business, and say, like your accountants, to your lawyers, I need a finance mentor. I need somebody that can help me get financed. And this is what I did, and from that came a retired bank executive. So 
raised my hand, I need a mentor, reached out to a bunch of people. But in, in today's world, you can also do a lot of other things. You've got the internet, you've got many digital ways to connect in with um, mentors. And there's a lot of meetup groups. There's lots of, of, of entrepreneurial groups online. There's EO that gives you mentors. There's also, you know, you know, you, you know, you guys know very well. Jeffrey and, and has a club, the CEO club, and and you go to the board of advisors club or the Genius Network or uh, the War Room by Roland Fraser. All, all these different organizations, clubs, networkings, etc. A lot of great ways to do it. it. Starts when you raise your hand. No, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, and I do wonder how you know just the advent of the internet, millennials. You know, all these tech companies, it's obvious it's a much different playing field than when you started. Um, so obviously there's different paths to take. I always like to ask Kevin, um, someone of your success, when you look back at your life and, and the things to come, but when you look back at how you started in the genesis of your career, is there anything you would have done differently? Um, and I know you mentioned your first marriage didn't work, so, that, yeah. so you can't say that. <laughs> right. But you know, professional or personal capacity that you've learned now that the wisdom you'd want to impart onto others. So I, I, I always, when I get asked that question, I generally say it's, it's worked out beautifully for me. Okay. So I'm, I'm very happy. I got a beautiful wife and beautiful kids and doing well business and financial. So if you change something, it, things may have gone in a different direction, but having said that, I'll say this, that my, in, in my career as an as seen on TV guy, um, you know, doing the, you know, many of these, um, I, I call them gadgety kind of products from Ginsu knives to the, to Tony Little fitness products, the Gazelle and the Ab Isolator, the Jacqueline Juicer, George Foreman, Billy Mays. These are gadgets. These are like, when you buy a Jacqueline Juicer, you don't necessarily need a second one. You're not gonna take one on a monthly basis. So what I'm really focused on today is more subscription revenue kinds of things. So if, if a one-off sale, it costs so much money sometimes to get a customer to buy something. But if you're done then, wait a minute, there's, you know, I spent all that time and money to get that customer, but I can't sell them anything else. Well, I like to have ongoing relationships with my customers. So I focus today on, on order value, lifetime value of the relationship and increasing the, 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 the amount of, of transactions you can do with customers. Yeah, that's great advice to, to young entrepreneurs, maximizing long, longevity. So yeah. that wasn't kind of in the repertoire you know, when you flick it, you know, the anecdote you just mentioned. So um, the book's terrific. So many great things. Um, I have a gazillion questions, I guess, I guess to be continued, you ha you'll have to write another book so we can talk more. Okay. But I mean, there's, there, I will say this, you know, there's a lot of, you know, business acumen to be taken away, but, but you know how it, you know, it goes into your personal, your personal lives. And it's nice to, to see that, you know, the humanity thrown into it. So, um, so bravo. And um, yeah, we, we can't wait to see what next, what's next, Kevin. So thanks again. Well, it was great to be here, and I, and I and I appreciate your time, and thanks for thanks for reading it. I can tell you, you're you're, you're well schooled on on the book, so thank you very much. It's nice nice to, to hang out with you today. Yeah, likewise, it was an easy read, and we look forward to the next one. Thank you. And if you'd like more information on the book, just check out our website at csweetbookclub.com. C-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. Like what you just heard? Visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.